We're not live. Oh, there we go. We're live. <laughs> We're live. <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome to the Q&A that we do every Monday night. Hold on. I got an echo here. Sorry about that. I had an echo from the uh, play screen. So thank you for joining us for another Q&A. Uh, episode 34. Holy moly. Um, weeks. Yeah, for real. Um, and this time around, we have Hudson from Dent Gents. Uh, Want to introduce yourself, Hudson? Hey, I'm Hudson, Woodlands, Texas. So Dude, where is that? Where is that in compared to like Houston and stuff? Uh, we're about 30, 45 minutes uh, north of Houston, depending upon how how fast you drive. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, Ryan, you want to introduce yourself? Ryan from RPS Dent Repair out of Baltimore, Maryland. What's going on, guys? Perfect. All right, so we start the show with a little bit of tools. Um, go over some of the uh, tools that we probably worked with over the past uh, few days. Um, Ryan, you want to start or you want me to start? Sure, I'll start today. So I, I was working on a Subaru hail car today. Driver's front door by the mirror. They've got that little hole right where the belt molding sits. This was the only tool that would get me in there. <laughs> and I've never used it. I've had it in a kit and I've never used it, but this was the absolute only tool that I could get in there just enough to get what <laughs> I needed. So it's a dent craft tools. It's one of their hand tools, super small. You'll probably use it once in your lifetime. <laughs> I lost mine before but, I got a chance to use it. But it did the job. <laughs> so my actually, I, this is moving into my... This new tool is moving into my one of the best tools of the year. I have a couple tools that I keep saying are, are it. <laughs> the Get a Grip XL Arm. This thing is freaking awesome. Um, I was using the James Lee Elimident, like uh, thing for the heat gun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it worked really well. This is a little more precise. Um, the build construction of this is awesome. I mean, Matt did a did a great job. It's it's got a big three or four inch suction cup on the bottom. It's super adjustable. Um, I mean, it moves in every direction you can you can ask it to move. Um, but this thing is freaking awesome. I used it today. And what do you normally mount on that? You you know what I used this for today, and I, I was just trying it. My heat my glue gun. Ah okay. So it just kind of kept it off the car. I couldn't put a mat. They painted the roof. Um, I was doing a rail. And this thing worked awesome. I was like, let me just try this thing. And I just suctioned it to the quarter window, brought it up, and just hung the glue gun off of here. And it, it worked <laughs> awesome, man. This thing, it's got multiple uses. What's that? What's that setting you back? I think it's 200 bucks. Yeah. They're not cheap, but just from the physical build quality of this thing, I mean, it's aluminum, aluminum rods. Everything's really well. It's got the ram. It seems like this is the claw that a lot of the guys are using, the ram claw. Mm -hmm. um, it's a really nice tool. I'm very, very happy with it. Matt did a really good job. So if you guys are looking into these things, it's getagripnow.com. Um, and he's a he's just, he's just a dent guy, you know, another dent guy that came out with a great tool. They're not cheap. Yeah. I remember Chris and I were talking to him at MTE uh, two years ago. And, yeah, I remember him. And so he makes two versions, three versions, actually, guys. Uh, he makes the XL, which is the one that, Ryan, I think you're holding. Yeah. Uh, it's 197. Okay. And he makes a, it's a strong arm, so it's just one more uh, less arm, it seems like. Uh, and that's 147. So looks like he needs to try to build a tray so you can... Yeah. Put different things you know on. Not that you a use tray a... would work really well on this. Yeah. Um, I didn't even think about that. That would know, probably it, be hard. It, uh, this the the universal part of this whole tool. A lot. It looks like he originally made this for, um, like a heat gun. You know, mm -hmm. like a, he has a picture of it online with a torch. Just how many angles you can put it. I've been told uh, I've been I've been contemplating getting this one because I have the James Lee and I'm happy with it because usually I have access to electricity. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. But with this one, if you're going with a propane torch, yes. Um, I've been told that this one's strong enough to hold the, the weight of the propane tank and torch on the end. You know, the, yeah. the thing I, I liked about this is it's a little longer. I have the James Lee too. I can't always get where with that mm -hmm. arm always get, it seems like it's too short. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, it's limited. It's limited to what, uh, where are you going to put it? But this thing's freaking awesome. I didn't use it for what it was supposed to be used, but you know, making another use for another tool. So it definitely goes in my book for this year. Great job, Matt. Well, now my wife's going to be upset with you. <laughs> I can spend another 200. Huh? <laughs> it's, it's, I was shocked. I thought it would be like a plastic arm. It's, you know, it's aluminum. I mean, I was very, I was like, man, I opened up the box. I was like, man, this thing, this thing for 200 bucks, you know, this thing's, this is well built. So yeah. check it out. That is umbrella. Uh, I forget what they call it. I think he calls it the uh, get a grip only. I think it's just a, uh, the grip and it's a little umbrella holder um, that I use. Um, I've had it for two years now. So, oh, and also sells big, that propane one that you were talking about. Is it a, um, uh, oh, yeah. Is it a big so, umbrella? Uh, actually, I liked his because you could put any umbrella. So I figure if one just gets twisted in the uh, wind, I could just run to Walmart real quick and grab an umbrella, and I'm back in action. So, um, that, I I really like that feature. I think the uh, competitor you had to get his his umbrella, and it's kind of made it with the suction cup. And we all know that you you got to keep uh, you know, changing the boot. Uh, of the suction cup and some of the you know pieces in it because they they do go bad um, and just the umbrella I've had umbrellas twist on me on a windy day so I didn't want to um, dedicate myself to one brand I wanted something that I can switch out umbrellas either mm -hmm. bigger or smaller umbrella um, so that's that's what I've been rocking um, but cool anything else that's it that's all I got today I, like I said that's I'm it. I'm kind of waiting until MTE, so I'm getting I'm getting <laughs> tough with the with the tools. What? Uh, so, uh, Hudson, did you bring anything? I know you probably didn't uh, didn't know about that. No, no, I didn't know. So um, I'm gonna put that on you. But, <laughs> um, I did get the new James Lee, uh, the new James Lee uh, version three light. Okay. So All have right. you you guys got your hands on that yet? Yes. Okay. Awesome. It's good. It's good. It's a little bit of a learning curve. Um, finally getting it tuned in, dialed into to my movements the way I want it to work. Um, one thing I'm going to probably do, have y'all heard of this stuff called Sugru? S-U-G-R-U? Mm -mm. mm -mm. So basically it's like a soft moldable rubber plastic and you can, you can buy it. It comes in little packs. Look like almost looks like gum packs. You buy it when you take it out and you can just mold it to whatever you want and then stick it onto whatever you want and it'll then harden into oh. hard plastic. Okay. Um, nice. so, so what I'm thinking about doing is that new version 3 light, A, it has the on-off switch for the light and then the on-off switch for the USB. Mm -hmm. But you just don't know the difference between the two, especially because you're just going and you're just like toggling it to turn on or right. off your light. So I'm going to take that Sugru and I'm going to make a little bead and I'm oh. going to put the bead on, on one of them so I know and I'll buy, just by fill alone, boom. And then on all the okay. – I have the yellow light, white light, yellow white, you know, all six yeah. lights. So on all my yellow lights, I'm going to be applying those little beads of Sugru mm. okay. on all the yellow lights so I can just go by fill instead of having to, like, right. freaking toggle through Smart. all the different it, – It's crazy how those little things can speed you up. Yeah. That you'll spend that much time just going there putting little – uh kind of braille stuff yeah pretty much. Like yeah. A little braille. <laughs> so, it's a great idea though that's but yeah 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 for sure so what do you I got think there, super glue, like a like a glob of super glue might work too but well, it may you know what kids puffy paint uh yeah. puffy paint like yeah like p diddy yeah yeah <laughs> i know nothing about you can that buy either. it in a little tube and make a little dot and it would raise so that's oh yeah you could look at that yeah one. but if i use sugar i can sound cool you're right. Better than poppy paint. You're right. 
All right, so I have some quick, uh, I have this leverage block that I bought from Dentcraft. Hey, yo. And so just, I'm going to modify this one um, and I'm going to drill a hole straight through it. And then that way I can mount it to any two by fours or any open panels. Um, I'm actually going to probably put three holes. That's a third brake light one, correct? Yeah, so that's the third brake light. Yep. Mm -hmm. That little notch right there on the bottom and on the back of a, a yeah, tail light. Has a little notch right there. Yeah. It's 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 pretty stout. I haven't used it. They're awesome. I'm thinking, they're yeah, awesome. I'm thinking uh when you need it, it, it I think they're 18 bucks. Yeah. So you get them from Dan Craft, they're called leverage blocks. Freaking awesome. Got a small one and a large one. This is the what they call the third brake light um block. I, love I put the Tesla tape on mine. So did I. Hmm. Yeah, so did I. slip or on yeah, the back. It, just, it gets mark. a little slippery with that plastic. Okay. Okay. And then my uh um my last one, it's actually a little video, so I don't know if you guys have the Apple product or or a new phone, but uh the new measuring app I've been using like crazy. And I can't demonstrate it right here, but I will definitely uh shoot you guys uh let me see here. Boop, boop. Screen share this bad boy. So I'm going to show you how this works. If anybody's interested, this is a uh, the new measuring app from Apple, and this thing is crazy. Uh, I, I've been I've been doing all my estimates with this app, so I, I send the video or the picture to the customer. A lot of times they just drop off the car to me, and uh, I send them that, and they pretty much there's the measurement right there. It's kind of hard to try to hold a. Uh, some type of tape measure and take a picture at the same time. So, that, so here's my question: If they send you a photo, can you take their photo and do it? I don't think so because it's using some of, uh, I guess, the gyro and the GPS. I don't know, but it's gyro. one of them with like the falafels. <laughs> <laughs> so when when you start the app, it, it wants you to move it around. So I guess it's trying to. See, I guess it's composition compared to whatever you're, whatever you're uh, trying to measure, and then you have to have two ends. So yeah, usually when you uh, measure something, you do have two ends. Well, except for my love for you, Chris, that has no end. Well, two distinct distinct ends because what you have to do is um, you have to mark it. So on a white car, just use a uh, like a marker. Mm -hmm. uh, what do they call it? I use a um, Posca. I forget what they call it. Yeah, like a Posca marker. Like a auto marker. Yeah. 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 And then whatever is bright, and then boom, just, that's your two lines right there. So nice. That is it. So if you, it is a free app, guys. Um, so just check it out. I got another out thing. Another thing. You're done. That's all you brought, right, Chris? That's it. That's it. Mm -hmm. So I want to bring up on the uh, PDR Tool Time Facebook page. Uh, I don't know, we were talking about it last week. There's been quite a bit of uh, talk about it the last week or so. Chris was actually on a podcast last week um, about Greg Van Winkle's uh, son, Devin, that was really bad in injured, and the PDR Tool Time guys put a large, kind of like a raffle, you, put, you donate every $50, you get a ticket, yeah. There's a ton of tool manufacturers involved. So get on that. I think it ends tomorrow. Yeah, October 2nd, I think, is his last day. So great dude. Like I said before, I mean, you couldn't ask for a nicer guy. It's a shame that it happened. So if you guys can donate, um, get in there and, and donate. I, I know one of our listeners, uh, Rick, from from my one of my areas, I see he donated. I think he donated three hundred dollars. So Rick's a big tool guy, and he's really good for the industry. He's super passionate about paintless net repair. So good job, Rick. But if you guys can donate and help Greg out, awesome dude. Yeah, definitely. That's unfortunate. All right, so off the good it. stuff. What up? What up? This, the, the basic question, the question that everybody asks you is, how did you get into this industry? Oof. Man, uh, 12, 12 years now. Yeah, twelve years. There was a. Mm -hmm. I was the parking lot manager at a local grocery store here, and wow. uh, 
there was a guy at uh, I was still in high school and I was a senior and I was living on my own uh, my senior year of high school just for a lot of different reasons. And so I was working full time and going to high school and there was a guy who basically volunteered at the church youth group that I was a part of. And he kind of had that connection. He saw me out there and he's like, Hey, how do you like doing this? And I thought I was balling, you know, I'm like 18, (laughs) I'm making like $12 an hour working 40 hours a week. I'm like, what's up? Um, so I'm like, man, I'm awesome. Making great money. And got hellstorm had just fallen like a a week ago. And so his name was Wade Hartley. I don't know if you guys, a lot of guys yeah, know Wade, Wade with a uh, guy. He's now with Front Range Dent Removal up there yeah. um, in Colorado. Nice. And so he approached me and he was like, how do you like doing this? And I'm like, oh, whatever. I'm like, I think I had an idea that he worked on cars. And I'd always like I'd help my stepfather rebuild a, a couple of cars. And so tinkering around with that kind of stuff. And so I was like, you know, I, I just kind of want to do something with my hands, you know. And, and he was like, oh, really? Well, Next thing you know, I quit my job two weeks later and started dropping headliners for him and learned how to fix dents. Wow. That's <laughs> and, awesome. Um, took about a, a good year. I, I didn't get paid during that time. I just luckily, somehow, some way, I had saved up enough money um, because I don't know how. No one taught me to. I just did. And so I just lived off that and then started fixing like windshields on the side while I learned how to fix, uh, learned how to fix dents. So did Wade teach you? Yeah, Wade trained me. Talk to you, train. Oh, that's okay. awesome. Yeah, so Wade trained me um, how to do that. That was a, a, a you know an interesting experience, to say the least. But Wade's Wade's you know one of my best friends. He was in my wedding, um, so nice. I've known him for a really he, long time. He is a character. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. is a character. Try getting trained by him. <laughs> Well, Hudson's a character anyway, so true. <laughs> that would have been good TV. Uh, so fast forward, how many years and you start Dingent? Let's see. About I think I I was about three years in, and it was pretty clear that Wade and I like the, we were so similar, um, and had different ideas of business that we just kept butting heads. And so Wade fired me. I was a bad employee. He admittedly says he's a bad boss and we both agree, <laughs> um, you know, and I was a bad employee. And so it was awesome. Like, we both say it was one of the best things that ever happened to both of us, you know, because we're just better off separate, but doing our own things and still supporting one another. So about three years in, so I've been doing dent gents. It'll, I'm coming up on like almost a decade now of wow. doing uh, dent gents. That's awesome. Nice. He's got a, he's got a killer logo. Dent Jen's branding over there. Hudson's <laughs> branding is awesome. Yeah, I, it's I, awesome. Don't get me don't get me started on on uh I got I got my rants on on dent guys and their logos. <laughs> hey, so that was one of my questions. Yeah. How did you come up with your logo and the name? Okay. Um, I think at the time with dent gents, it was um I think something like I was training a guy at the time, and I think his wife we were like trying to come up with a name. I think she said, well, what about dent chance? I'm like, Oh yeah, that's it. And that was it. Like done. <laughs> like if you're throwing out all these other different names, I'm like, Oh no, that's it. Like I want dent chance. And at the first I like really played it up. I had like bow ties on my business cards and tuxedos and all that kind of, you know, weird stuff. But I was like, nah, I, I got away from that and went simple. Um, I was a, a theater kid. Uh, Could have gone to school on scholarship for theater. Um, decided that wasn't okay. the route I wanted to take. That, that explains everything. Yeah. <laughs> now I figured it out. The missing uh, part, I figured it out. Yeah, so I was a theater kid. Loved it. Still, I mean, heck, if I could, I would. But um, but uh, we, we learned in theater something very uh, called, uh, whenever we did one-act plays, called uh, Kiss, Keep It Simple Stupid. And that's just kind of something I, I run. I keep all my logos simple, keep all my vernacular simple. Um, don't keep things busy, just straight to the point. You know, I want superior dent repair, superior customer service, and we're going to treat your car as any gentleman should. Ah, nice. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. So, yeah, that's uh, whenever it comes to that, that's just kind of. Um, 
when it came to my logo. Just wanted to keep it simple. My buddy, Randy, who's a graphic designer, I was like, hey, just this is the name of the company. Let's do it. So we went through some reiterations, and I'm a little bit of a design nerd, a little bit of a geek when it comes to this kind of stuff. So I um, just went ahead and made it happen. And so what was your logo before? Was it always that? No, no. I think like the first uh, year or two, it was, I think it was like a, uh, I think it was like a copper plate font or something bad. Because <laughs> I just didn't have the funds. I didn't have the money. Right. I didn't have the, the software. I was just hustling, just trying to, trying to get, get my name out there. So, so if I heard you right, um, tension has been around, you said 10 years, nine years. It'll, it'll be 10 years here coming, ten, coming 10 up. Years. Yeah. And so you're kind of like, I'm coming up on my 10 years too. So where have you seen the industry, uh, I guess from the 10 years, where, where do you see it going and where have you see it came from? Um, let's see where it came from. Definitely a lot more in the dark. Uh, whenever I was there. You know, there was yeah. Dording.com, you know, that we were on. And <laughs> yeah. Out there. Ricky Bain. Ricky Bain is right in my backyard, the creator of Dording.com. Wow. You know, so I talked to him every once in a while. And um, so it was really dark. like, I think, you know, glue pooling was starting to come out when I first started. And, <laughs> you know, we had those work pullers that didn't have, oh, the, had, like, the plastic. <laughs> and you put it on a rail and it would make more damage than it fixed. And, <laughs> yes. Um, so there was all that, and I like that we were learning how to do. And like, I, like we didn't have a battery powered blue glue guns. We had the like the butane powered glue yeah, guns. They were you terrible. Those? Yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, they were so bad. And uh, <laughs> yeah, the only cordless cordless glue guns we had. Yeah, and so um, so I, I'm, the technology coming out is crazy. Um, it's getting not easier. But um, there's more resources available to make your job a little efficient. bit more productive and yeah. efficient. Um, I guess efficiency is is where we're going. I think I think we're seeing. I love what Dave Strain's doing with a lot of his stuff, just yeah. like ergonomic minded things and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so so if yeah, you, if you had to pick right now out of your whole tool arsenal, mm -hmm. your favorite three tools. Oof. <clears throat> only three all right i'm gonna go with my pdr finesse three bend with a sharp point okay um because i can pretty much i that's my go-to door tool um and then i'm gonna go with my pdr finesse it's a small it's the smaller diameter maybe maybe like a, a quarter quarter inch diameter and it's got like a three bend as well that i can fit like whenever you have a door a dent on a near the door handle you just take out the door handle plug and you just mm -hmm. feed that bad boy down there boom 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 done um and then my dent craft well tail that i put down doors i mean those are my go-to's because i mean when you're door you know fixing door dings that those are going to be the three that are just going to get to almost everything so yeah. is that mainly your your work? Is it mainly door dings, hail, large damage? What is your I'm sixty to seventy-five percent retail? Um mobile retail. I go to people's houses, then I do body shops, and then I do a few high-end dealerships. Okay. Um so so I'm doing anything and everything they ask for me. So I'm doing big stuff, small stuff. They want it fixed, I'm gonna fix it, you know. So um yeah, so really, like, yeah, I like this past week I fixed a dent that I didn't think I'd ever be able to fix, and I fixed it this week. Uh, it was severely stretched. I had to take the whole entire door off, like doing that kind of stuff, to showing up to a guy's house, and I'm in and out in 15 minutes mm -hmm. uh, fixing a dent, you know? so That's awesome. You find that being more productive than a, than a brick and mortar? Brick and mortar, sorry. Um, no, yes and no. Um, I'm a people person. I, I like fixing dance. I enjoy it, but I love people more. That was that was great. Um, <laughs> but oh, no, I, I enjoy people. And I love when you're in a customer's garage, um, the comfort level. Hey, man, no matter how much you zoom, it's not going to get rid of that, that <laughs> water stain you just made. No, it's not. Uh, 
Um, I love getting in people's garages and they just open up. They just t- like, I get to hear like the people's life story, like almost every week. And I love it. And yeah, that's just I me. Enjoy that. I enjoy that part of the, like retail too. Yeah. Yeah, man. Just all the, all the people that I get to meet in that. Um, so that's, so when it comes to having a, like a shop, I think I would go insane. Not that I'm not <laughs> capable of doing that. Not that I'm capable of being alone. I'm, I mean, I got audiobooks and podcasts that last me, you know, years. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's, I'm, I'm a people, I, I love people. <clears throat> I love to get around them. And so being in their houses and their garages, and that's, that's, that's what gives me that's life versus, you know, oh, I just fixed a dent, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. That's so. So, where do you see the industry going? Um, Man, okay, I'll, I'll throw out. I think a few years ago, Shane Jacks, Keith Constantino brought out um, PDR College, okay. and they brought a level of professionalism to our industry yeah. that I think we are we are finally seeing that. Like, hey, don't show up to to work in flip flops and a t shirt and ripped, you know, freaking uh, cargo shorts, right? That's mm-hmm. the standard now. You know, take care, you know, present yourself. You know, I used to have the mentality of, and I think it's still a, a lot of dent guys do, of like, who cares what I look like? It's about what my work looks like. Uh, I can agree to that to an extent, but, you know, you, you're presenting yourself to a customer and that also, I mean, what you look like is going to allow, allow them to prejudge you uh-huh. um, sometimes, unfortunately. All the time. Yeah. You're, you're selling them a product. Yeah, you're not just doing a repair; you're selling them an actual yeah. product. I mean, there's a reason. Like, since I am going to someone's house, when you go to my website, it's a family photo, because you're gonna see, hey, this is the person that's gonna be coming to your house. While you know, and most of the time, it's it's stay-at-home moms who are home, and and the husband goes to work, and so he took, you know, her car to work, and his car stays at home, and I fix it. So he doesn't want to make sure there's some weirdo showing up to his house while his wife's alone with the kids, you know, in our garage. Yeah. yeah. You know, so that's, you know, that's why I present myself in a professional manner. Cause I mean, honestly, I don't care to wear a college shirt. I'd rather just wear, you know, t-shirt and shorts. And yeah. <laughs> with that level comfy. of professionalism, I think that PDR college brought um, also helped with showing people that there's a business aspect to this whole thing. It's oh, not yeah. pushing yeah. dance. Yeah. And that's, that's, I think that's where it's going. I think we're seeing like, Hey, it's not just about fixing dents. It is. That's, that's what we do to make income provide for our families. But, um, it's, it's a business. Yep. Um, so let's start, like, I love mobile tech RX coming out making us more uh, efficient, proficient and productive and looking, looking more professional. Mm -hmm. Um, when I hand that over to an insurance adjuster versus the old, uh, hell matrix that they had out, and i would just circle yeah. oh yeah <laughs> you know i would just circle the box and like, the end. yeah and hand it over to them and they're like <laughs> what is this dot matrix. I had carbon copy so i was like you get a copy you get a yeah, copy. yeah 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 i was so uh my lamborghini dealership actually forced me to go digital they were like hey we don't take we don't take paper invoices anymore that's <laughs> wow. email it to us i'm like what they're like yeah so i was like well i guess i'm getting mobile tech rx now <laughs> um so sometimes we get, we're, we got to get a kick in the pants to do that stuff. But yeah, I see level of professionalism going up. Um, you know, you look at guys like, uh, you know, like Ryan Hansen with the, like the 300 Alliance and those guys. And just, if you want to work for them, um, you know, they require you to have like workers comp, certain insurance, certain that, like bringing that level of mm-hmm. professionalism mm-hmm. to our industry and our trade. Um, not, not a lot of people are going to like that, but, um, I think it's it's a wise it's a wise move. Yeah, because um, <laughs> I just got a workers' comp bill, and that is the new requirement for dentless touch. If you uh, come and do hell for us, we are requiring workers' comp or at least some information. Yeah, uh, stating that you you know are not allowed. To, I mean, you're not required to have it. So yeah. yeah so I think with um, <laughs> it's the, the the good. Here's the good and the bad of where the industry is going. Um. With the the amount of knowledge that is out there, so like shows like this, shows like PDR College, um, Tool Time, uh, Mike Toledo putting out his thing. What 
what that does is it makes it seem like it's easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, I can't tell you how many body shops I go into and it's like, hey, what's up, easy money? You know, exactly. And uh, my favorite thing, man, every time, every time, and it makes me happier is I went to a, a body shop. They called me easy money. So I set up, a, a, I was doing a hell car and I took a, a hood that was trash hood and I put seriously 10 dime size dents in it and I put a hundred dollar bill on it. I go who, and I put all the tools necessary to fix the dents. I go, whoever can fix this dent, any of these dents by the end of the day, this hundred dollar bill is yours. And man, it looks <laughs> gnarly. <laughs> they do not call me easy money anymore. I mean, these things you know are like dying. That is amazing. I'm stealing that right now. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing that. Stealing that. I'm doing Dude, it. And then if, 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 if one of them fixes it, you, pick, the you give them a hundred bucks and say, "Hey, I'm going to take you and train you." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, not a single guy, not a single body man or painter in that shop. Even a few of the uh, the service riders came out. And wow. and tried it, and no one, no Maybe one could fix it. On hood? Yeah, I'm gonna go get it. And it was wide open, not not an embrace or anything. Wide open access. Mm. So, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta steal that. That's it that right there. Time. Yeah, look at that, guys. We're even, we're even learning on our own show here. So <laughs> you can always learn. So, so yeah, uh, but yeah, so going forward in our industry, I love all the the, the content that's being put out that people. Uh, we can learn, have more, you know, I like just, I, I posted a, a, a video the other day of a, a job I did and I had so many people like message me of like, how did you do it? What was your technique? What was your, yep. because we had these forums that we're posting on and people like, I need to know your technique. And so I'm like, okay, yeah, here you go. This is how I did it. Yeah. And we can learn from that. We can, and it's up to you to take that and then run with it. And, you know, it's yeah. like, you can, uh, you know, teach anyone PDR, but it's it's up to them to keep practicing and learning it and getting proficient at it. And yeah, you know, it takes work. Now you guys should follow Hudson here. Follow him on Facebook, Instagram. Mm-hmm. He does some really really good R and I videos. Yeah. He, right now he is. I think he is the gas door removal <laughs> king. <laughs> and I'll go back through because there's sometimes I'm like I know Hudson did this C class or high <laughs> end gas door, and I'm like oh yeah, it's right here. So yep. check him out. He does some amazing yeah. R and I videos. Which which quarter pound do you know when you take the gas door out? There's no access. Uh, I think Cam- like Camaros, we know, right? Nothing. Yeah, I know Camaros. Um, there's a few, man. Okay, I, I it's funny that you said this because I'm I'm probably gonna make a video here soon because there's one stinking Mercedes. Uh, I service in a Mercedes account, so I'm taking those gas doors off like every week. But there's one uh, model, and I forget every time because I'll take it off, and then it's just closed. And I'm like, oh, man. No access. <laughs> so I'm, I plan on making a video soon to where like, I'm going through my normal thing. Like, okay, this is how you take it off, and you take it off. And then it's be like, but you shouldn't do that at all because it's completely <laughs> worthless. Like, <laughs> there's no access. And you post these on your instagram uh, no man i just i just post them on the on the dent forums i okay my my youtube game is is uh the furthest from being uh what are the kids saying on fleek <laughs> you can pass that now <laughs> oh we're past on we're past yeah. fleek. okay i'm 30 i got 315 or so I'm, I'm 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 out of the game i haven't even started the game so you're doing fine okay that's great that's great so it looks like your son is what four years old, five years old. I got a four-year-old no, son, a two-year-old son, and a three-month-old daughter. So, with with what you know of this industry, would you teach your uh, your oldest? No, nah. no. Nah. Why? Why is that? Um, I think with the prevalent prevalence of carbon fiber, um, I think carbon fiber and plastic, as plastics get plastics get more advanced, and people forget about Saturn more and more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the Saturn uh, car company. I think we're, I mean, if you look at BMWs, you know, all the entire front ends plastic, right? Yeah, the X fives, the whole yeah. front bumper and front fenders are all one piece of plastic essentially. Yep. And, um, and that's light. And as we get to more and more in that, I see our industry as I think we're going to get to our pinnacle here soon. And my fear is that with the prevalence of technology and coming through, I think, um, once my son is old enough to learn, um, they'll be closer to more carbon, all carbon fiber as carbon fiber gets cheaper. 
the technology to create it gets cheaper. Um, it'll get, we'll have more cars like that. And then self-driving cars. And yeah, see, that's where I think self-driving cars, you won't get those parking lot damage. Uh, well, I mean, see, that's where I'll differ. I'll differ with you on that because, you know, a self-driving car doesn't prevent door dings. Well, I have a little bit of an inside scoop and I won't talk about it, but I've I call it a theory. No, it's not a theory. I know, I know your buddy. I know your buddy. You've told me about your buddy. Yeah. So, so Elon Musk and you know, y'all <laughs> you know, talking on Craigslist. But he, he's posting more and more stuff, and he and he basically <laughs> took a twenty-two thousand dollar car from the dealership and put a sensor on the front and a sensor on the roof. And basically within about four to five thousand dollars, he turned this into a self-driving car. Um and it's it's pretty stout. So I think this it's gonna be an option, like an add-on. I mean, there's still cars running around there with uh wind-up windows. Um, and I know this because my dad bought a, a truck with wind-up windows. I couldn't I couldn't believe they uh don't offer uh you know power windows as standard. And uh so I think it's just be an option for a few years, but then after that it's gonna take off once it starts saving lives. That's it, game over, it's gonna be standard. Uh my wife's uh Highlander pretty much stays within the uh, lanes. Now you can just take your hands off the steering wheel and it's not, yeah. it's standard. I didn't even order that. And okay. That. But, but you still haven't, you haven't, you haven't explained <laughs> to me how that's going to stop door dings. Do they have sensors well, on the doors? That's a great, that's a great question, but I will get dropped off at the front and the car goes parks itself. I don't need to create that door ding, uh, you know, action. I'm not okay. parked beside another car. <laughs> I'm getting picked up at the front door. And so okay. that's where okay. the door things are going to get pretty much wiped out completely. I think it's still um, going to be years and years and years. Yeah, yeah. I think it's we just got like, this. oh, of course. Just yeah. like now there's Saturn that's been out of business for, what, 15 years, something like that. And there's still Saturns on the road. Rest in peace. So <laughs> No, don't rest in peace. <laughs> Those things are awful. Oh, sorry. Rest in pieces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, I got a quick question for you, Hudson. Um, <clears throat> so, like, I, there's issues sometimes. Not issues. There's just things that come up where I just I get a feeling. So, how do you feel? Like, how do you deal with the, um, I guess the family dynamic and, and your business. So, when Pete, you know, if you don't answer your phone or you don't answer a text message, or do they know that it's you know what I mean? Is it tensions or are they wondering why isn't Hudson answering my phone? Yeah. Um, yeah. So you talk- it's a family photo, so they know it's you. Mm-hmm. Do you get like blowback or feedback from customers saying, well, I called you or, you know, or, or we emailed you or something like that. Yeah. And it gets pawned on you. Not so much, I guess the quote unquote company. Yeah, absolutely. Would you take so, that. Yeah. Record? I'm essentially the face of the company. Right. Um, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just, how do you deal with that? Um, so Look, I am in the South. I'm in Texas. And so there is a little bit of, I luck out in the sense, I don't know, I can't speak for the North or the East or the West or whatever, but where I am, it's very much like, whether it's, hey, do you work on Saturdays? I'm like, no, I'm sorry. That's family time. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I will work as early as you need me to, or as late as you need me to on a Monday through Friday basis. All right. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. So I'll work, you know, if I needed to take a Tuesday and work till 8 p.m. So that because that's the you get off work downtown at five, you're not home till 6:30. Right. I'll work. I'll do that for you. Um, and my wife, luckily, is amazing and understands that. Um, she understands, you know, the business. Like just today, um, like the kids, like one needed a diaper change, another one was crying and blah blah. But then, like, I seriously, like, all at once, get five text messages from five different customers. Uh, all want to know when I'm going to be there this week. And then another one calls me and I'm like, babe, I, I got it. And she's like, I get it. Just go, just go. And so luckily, you know, I married an amazing woman that simply just gets it. She understands it. Like, Hey, I, she knows that I want to help. She knows I want to be there. Um, and my desire is to do that when I'm home, but she also knows this business is what supplies the income for this home that we build yeah. and that we create. Um, yeah. so having that understanding that open communication with my wife, um, is what really is really what, um, helps us there. But whenever people call and they're, and they don't get an answer, I say, I'm very specific on my voicemail. If you call 
uh, before 8 a.m. or after 6 p.m., then that's normal operating business hours for us. Uh, we'll get back to you the next day um, or send a photo to expedite your um, your estimate. And also, I have an auto If you leave a voicemail, you're going to get an auto response from me that says, hey, just send some photos of the, the dents to my number here. Um, and then I'll answer it the next day, pretty much. Nice. Does that answer can your you question? Elaborate? Can you yeah. elaborate more on that auto response for any of the viewers that are maybe? Yeah, so it's called Umail. It's like 10 bucks a month. Umail. Okay. It's 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 not a perfect system, but what it is, if someone leaves a voicemail, they instantly get it'll respond with a text message to their number saying, Thank you. Uh to expedite your estimate, send photos to 832766. Yada yada mm -hmm. yada. It's my number. And uh and so then customers will know like, okay, he's in the middle of a job right now or he's talking to another customer, but I can get the ball rolling already if I just take a few photos and send yep. them to to him so that way i don't my customer doesn't feel like they were just kind of went into the voicemail black hole yeah. um <laughs> you know they're instantly uh responded to um if they leave a voicemail and then i typically as soon as i'm done with a job or um done with a job or done talking to a customer i will respond to a customer do you text back or do you call no uh i if they text me i'll text back Okay. I like text um, because it has a record. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I usually ask them to text me their address. That way I have it there at all times. Oh, yeah. um, the way I have my system set up for creating, the, what I, the way I use it to schedule things is I do everything via text. So what it is is I have them send me photos. I have them, we'll discuss, I'll, I'll give them my, my ballpark estimate over the phone, I'm like, okay, this is three inches. It's this much. It's on a body line. So add this percentage. I'm going to need to remove this pan this panel piece. So it's mm -hmm. this much. So here's your ballpark estimate. Boom, right there in the text, all broken down for them. And then say, okay, when can we schedule it? Great. Send me your address. So what happens is say like this Wednesday at 9 a.m., I have a I have a job. So I go to my calendar, I wake up Wednesday, you know, 5, 5.30 a.m. Whenever the kids get, you know, the kids get up at 6.30. My wife and I get up a little bit before so we have some time together. And so I'll just open my phone. I say, okay, I have a 9 a.m. All right, it's at this address. So I copy the address and I go to my, my text messages and I just paste my address into the search field and boom, I have the entire conversation with that customer. I'm like, okay, that's the den I'm fixing today. That's how much it is. Okay, and I kind of get my mental game plan going of, all right, I'm going to be taking this apart, doing this, kind of already undressing the dent in my head before I get there. Is your quote-unquote ballpark estimate typically the estimate you go off of? Yeah, and I tell like I'll, I'll I go off the customer's measurements, and I tell every customer, like, hey, I'm going off your measurements. If we get there, I put my light on it, and this dent, I'm going to measure the dent there in person. If it is smaller than what you say, then cool, we'll go cheaper. If it's larger, then we're going to have to go off the measurement I have. Yeah. Do, um, do you say that in a text message or are you talking to them when you're saying that? Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll send it in a text message. Okay. I've is that something you send every customer? Just pretty much. Going yeah. Off of your measurements. If there's a, any change or any difference, there'll be yeah. an added cost. Yeah. Cost. There's stuff I have saved like in my notes section. Yeah. Uh, on my phone. Like I've got yeah. a lot, I've got a lot of replies that I have saved and I'll just copy and paste it. Um, okay. kind of templates that way it kind of expedites the process on my end because I get, I get anywhere from, from customers, like, I don't know, about 30 texts a day. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then I get phone calls, you know, another 30 phone yeah. calls a day. So I gotta, I gotta create systems in order to get through the day. Or I'm going to be pulling my hair out. <laughs> How many, do you have any employees? How many employees do you have? What's your, what's your long-term goal? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I got one guy working for me right now. Um, Really good dude, solid guy, uh, great head on his shoulders, um, has a wife and a kid, and he's a hard worker, um, and he's doing good. He's got a lot that he takes care of, and you know he, he, he does most of the, uh, the wholesale work, and um, so he's working for me, but he's going to be going to school to become a lawyer, so um, whenever it comes to me training guys, usually I'm training guys because I see that they have a need. So I'll see a guy and they've never, I've never had 
someone comes to ask me to be trained, I'll send them somewhere else that's more of a professional training facility, you know, like a Mike Toledo uh, out there with dent time. Um, but I typically will see a guy who's like, okay, this guy's a hard worker. I know him personally. He's a good dude. I see that what dent removal can offer him. Let me teach him. So um, I've done that for several guys now. Um, none of them work for me. They've gone on to do bigger and better things. And the one guy I'm training now, um, he's going to be doing dent removal to help basically pay, you know, to su support his family while he then goes to law school. Wow. Yeah. So, and he's going to be, he's going to kill it at being a lawyer. Like he's going to be awesome. He'd be a way better lawyer than a dent guy. Oh. I'm not saying he's bad at dent <laughs> removal. I'm just saying like he's built for that. And I, he's and I, potential. Yeah. if dent removal can supply a financial need in his life, yeah. until that time comes um you know but long term man i mean I, I i like to use dent removal to enable other guys to do the things that they need to do um for me personally to grow my business to make a lot of money that's just not kind of my that's not my, my thing uh i don't i personally don't care to make cash money dollar dollar bills i want to make enough to support my family put some into savings in case happens and you know and do that um so that's that's just kind of the the route i take so no future plans just uh no i mean i i have like a a future plan that i would love to do um that isn't but i mean it's not in a sense to make money i i as you guys know like i have a for me i'm a i'm, I'm a someone who who uh, you know calls himself a Christian, and but I take it seriously. It's not like one of those things. Like I was born in America, so I'm a Christian kind of thing. And so one thing that um, Texas, so that's yeah, and I'm in Texas, <laughs> um, but I, I wasn't raised in a Christian home at right. all. Um, so I furthest from it. So I came into my faith on my own. But one thing that uh, kind of is something I would love to do is essentially train men who are missionaries in foreign countries uh, how to do dent removal. So that they no longer have to, or that they can go and be in foreign countries as missionaries, um, doing dent removal to supplement their income as their missionaries over there, and not have to fully rely upon people giving all the time. And they also would have like a working visa and could go into other more countries. They can take throughout their life, and yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, uh, you know, we look at, you know, Paul. Um, you know, the guy who wrote a lot of the New Testament. He he built tents. He was a tent builder. So everywhere he went. You know, he would build tents for people as an income, you know, source while he went and, you know, preached the gospel kind of thing. So for me, like, that's something that's a dream of mine is just to help guys that are going to be missionaries and just give them a secondary income kind of thing. But yeah. goal wise, you know, I, I have my weekly goals I set for myself financially and I just want to provide for my family well and, um, yeah, do not be a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so we have one question from uh, Chef Bobby Z. <laughs> oh, Chef Bobby Z. And I guess he says, uh, you don't have to answer it if you want to, because I know I don't really deal with anybody stealing. He basically says, How do you keep technicians from stealing your clientele? How do I keep technicians from stealing my clientele? Other, yeah, other PDR technicians. Um, I don't think you can, you know. Um, <laughs> what makes you, what makes dent gents unique? How about that? Here's the deal: is when you call me, I'm gonna make sure it happens. It, it's about customer service. I fully believe that I don't. I could fix a dent better than anyone in my area. Uh, I'm not saying I can, but it's, let's say I can. Like figuratively speaking, I could fix it better than anyone else. There's dents that I can fix and no one else can, right? Um, if even if I could do that, but I didn't have the customer service to back it up then I'm garbage. <clears throat> so customer right. service, it's all about customer service. Am I there for the customer when they need it? And if I'm um, just being there. So like I, I have an account right now where, you know, um, this, everyone there seems to love me. And then I've been servicing them for about four years. And then all of a sudden this one manager decides that he just doesn't really like me. And he's like, well, uh, I'm going to look for someone else. I'm like, okay. Cool. I'm just going to keep doing it. And he has no reason. He says, like, your work's impeccable. 
you're here when we call. We're always here. But for some reason, he he just wants to find someone else all of a sudden. But all the other managers don't agree with him. They understand, you know, what value I bring. So mm -hmm. I'm just going to keep showing up and keep doing my job right. Um, I'm there when they call. That's the best thing I do. And if if my job, I would I would not like it if someone took an account for me. Uh, but if someone took an account for me by fixing a dent I couldn't fix, they deserve it. Yeah. Right. I agree. Yeah. Um, if, well if they can fix something I can't fix, then they are clearly the better technician and deserve to have the work that I don't have. Um, but if they're coming, if people are trying to get work by bringing cheaper prices, that is not how that how you're supposed to do it. Um, that's to me is 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 a low, is pretty low. Um, yeah, we shouldn't be be having to lower our prices in order to get work. If, if just make yourself a better technician and outperform the other technicians, give a better customer service, and you'll get work. Every mm -hmm. single dealership I service right now, I did not go and get. They called me because of my reputation. Mm -hmm. I did not. I never went out looking to service Porsche, to service Lambo, to service Rolls Royce or McLaren or Tesla or Mercedes Benz. Those are all the, the accounts I service, and it was because they called me because of the reputation I have in the industry on my side of town. You know, nice. that's all. Awesome. My goal is to, to, and there are some incredible techs on my side of town. There are guys that if they have an account, I'm not going there. You know, um, yeah. that's the thing is if, if I know you do good work and you're a good quality tech that isn't doing a bunch of garbage business tactics, then um, I will not, I won't step, step anywhere near one of your accounts. Like I've had several account people call me, say, hey, I had this dent here. I'm like, hey, um, so-and-so services you, you know, have you called him first? Oh, he can't, he can't come. I'm just like, so I'll call him like, Hey dude, this account's calling me. Blah, blah. He's like, bro. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll handle it. Yeah. Thanks for letting me know. <laughs> you know, it's just like and I've had guys do the same for me, you know, like where right. that respect. some guy just all of a sudden was like, you know what we need here? We need a cheaper dent guy, even though we've never <laughs> had an issue with his prices and he gives great service and does great work. We've never had yeah. a single uh, complaint whatsoever. All of a sudden I think we just need a cheaper dent guy, yeah. you know, and then like starts calling around other dent guys. And then like they, and then the dent guys then call me and they're like, Hey, did you know that? So, you know, this place is calling around asking for dent guys. So I go to the manager, I go, Zach, what's the deal, bro? Like, why are you, why are you calling other? I mean, what's wrong? He's like, man, I just, we're losing money on domestics and I can't afford you. I'm like, then come and talk to me and maybe we can arrange a better price for you for domestics yeah. because my goal is to make you money. And if my repairs are losing money, that means I'm not doing my job right. Okay. So let's come out with something better for your domestics. Do you yeah. need to call another company, create a new relationship and get to learn their stuff for the next year? We already have a relationship. Just come talk to me. And, uh, yeah. Anyways, is that's, that, uh, that's just not the way of the of the industry, man. They just switch them. I know a company every two years they just want a new vendors. Yeah. Um, and Do any of you, you know, have a, a hypothesis on why that is? That's a theory. To me, to me, I've I've, I've been in the, with it our entire careers. I'm just yeah. wondering, anyone has anyone come to a conclusion yet? There was a. Why I'll give you a, an example. of what happened to me? Um, I was at a dealership, it was a Mercedes-Benz dealership, and they hired this consultant to pretty much cut the fat on this dealership. And they came in and revamped everything. They had to spend over a hundred thousand dollars just changing up stuff compared to what he does. And I think dealerships they just lose so much money. They got money going out the back door, front door, and they just they just have to find a way to just cut it, cut it down. And uh, that's I. When I talk to business owners that own million dollar companies, that's all they do every day. Where can they cut the fat? That's all they think about every day because a dollar saved is a dollar earned. So that's, that's yeah. what I think. I think it's just all businesses. Yeah. Um, my, my mentor says every year I call for a different insurance quote because that's, that's kind of a thorn in my, in, in my tail. It's insurance. I spent so much money on insurance. He's known the guy for 10 years. He's got me the same insurance uh, adjuster. Um, so, you know, he's the cheapest I've found. 
And every year, he tells them straight up, every year I will go out and have people bid in for the insurance. You better be the cheapest. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. that's just it. That's just my theory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Does that does that answer yeah. uh, Chef Bobby Z's <laughs> um, answer? Question? I hope so. Um, Ryan, you may want to answer this one question. A gentleman's asking about logo and hats. Uh, I know you have a guy that's pretty good at... I have a guy that's pretty cost-effective to do whatever you need. You know, obviously, you're going to have to figure out your logo. <clears throat> I don't know if straight lines, if you have a logo already done or, or not. You know, that that's going to really make it easier on the guy that makes the hats. So send me a message. I can kind of connect you to a guy that I use locally that does a pretty good job. Can I go on a a rant for uh, logos? Sure. Okay. And and some of you have heard this before. Stop using dent tools in your logos. Stop (laughs) it. Stop. No one knows what they are. Yep. (laughs) No one. If you notice, I got my state in free hat. It's the one without the hammer. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, custom, custom made for him. Okay, because it's like, hey, ninety nine percent of the population, all right, is right. gonna be like, stay dent free. But why do you have a hammer? Are you putting dents in the car? It's like, no, it's a blending <laughs> hammer. We use it like, oh, whatever. You know, ninety nine percent of the of the the population doesn't know what a dental is. Like, what's that squiggly line with a red hook? You know, yeah. and I know a lot of guys have it, and and I probably will hurt a lot of feelings. But if just for our logos are not for dent guys. Our logos are for customers. And that's yeah, why I keep yeah. dent, gents, superior dent repair. That's it. I keep it simple. Um, you know, you can put a car in it. That's great because you're working on cars. That makes sense. Um, but man, stop putting <laughs> dent tools in your logos. No one knows what they are. Like everyone still thinks we fix. Like maybe if you put a plunger in your logo, you'll get more attention. <laughs> that would that's what, be a good logo. Yeah, I, you know, put a put a plunger on there, and people will will like probably call you ten times more. <laughs> we have one more, we have a question. Uh, do you use the uh, cola flea uh, uh, sly hammer, the cold glue? Who me? Uh, Hudson. Yeah, Hudson. I don't. I I never used the the cola fria. I used uh, the uh, sticky tap tape. Tap tape. Tap tape yeah. yeah um, which it has its place. I use it. Um, I know there's a workaround for it. There's some guys that use some other things, but uh, yeah, the cola fria, it's, it's good. It's, it's, here's what I use it for, to be quite honest. Um, That random person who's in the parking lot that comes over like, Oh, Hey, you fixed it. You know, they see your your car. I'm like, yeah. Hey, can you do anything with this? And it's like this big, huge caved in like bedside. I'll just pull out my like sticky, tab tape and i'll put it on there and then like pull it out and like there you go later and they're like whoa i'm like just let people know i exist like (laughs) you know um there's this magician that run around texting (laughs) (laughs) he's such a gentleman like i i can't tell you how many free dents i fixed in random parking lots just because i just pulled out the the cold glue but it also it speeds up like the bigger the bigger stuff like, like yeah. I'll do this like, as a sales tactic. Um, I'll go up to a customer, you know, I'm at a customer and I'm evaluating the damage and it'll have a big dent. Right. And it's one of those ones. It's a popper. And I, I know that that thing's going to pop and it's going to lose like five inches of its diameter. Right. right. And for me, I know that. Um, and so I'll go up to the customer. I go, okay, look, we're here to hear like, you know, you're at, eight inches of damage. I go, but let me just do this really quick. And so I'll take the Colofria type or I'll use the tab tape and I'll put it on there and I'll pull one pull. And then I go, okay, we're down to, we're down to four inches now. Okay. I'm just going to charge you for the four inches and not for the eight inches kind of thing. And what that does is build a rapport with your customer of like, okay, this guy's not trying to jit me. He totally could have charged me for the eight inches, but he did yeah. this quick pull and I'm okay with that. Um, because, I mean, Maybe other people second. wouldn't be like, no, you deserve to get paid for the full. I, I don't disagree with you either. But for me and the way I sell my services, I'd rather come off as the good cop, good guy kind of thing of like, <laughs> I'm looking out for you. Um, and I am, you know, I'm, I, I understand that some people are just trying to get, you know, it's, it's a, it's not a necessary service. It's a, 
It's a commodity. It's not a commodity. Yeah. Yeah. Hudson, I have a quick question for you. And, and yeah. I think you were one that you actually brought this up. I saw it a couple of years ago for customers that have their car damaged and leave a note. Was yeah. that you? I I stole that yeah. a couple of years ago and it has absolutely worked. So you talking about the Good Samaritan discount? Yes. Yeah. You yes. fix it for free, right? Yeah. So it's something that, you know, like me and my, you know, I'm I'm a Christian. So for me, I for every 10 dents I get, there's maybe no ten, let's say 20, 25 dents I get that someone dented someone's car in the parking lot. I'll maybe get one person that leaves a note. So if one person yeah. leaves a note and offers to pay, um, I don't let the customers know. I, I bid it and everything, and they say, okay, go ahead and fix it. I'll pay for it. And um, I then fix it, and then I let the customer know, like, hey, I'm not charging anything. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah, I call it the Good Samaritan discount. I get enough di I get enough work from people that don't leave notes. Like, this yep. one for free isn't going to hurt anything. Like, you know, your debt has been forgiven. Yeah. And they're like, what? Yeah, I'm like, and of course, for me as a Christian, I'm like, it's, I mean, that's, I'm like, that's what Jesus did for you. So it's one way I can show that. And you, know, you gained two customers from that one repair. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because she's calling that customer saying, the Dead Gens guy said he did it for free because he left a note. Boom. You've got that customer and you've got that customer. So yeah. it, it's a great thing. I, I, I can't take credit for it because I've been using it for a couple of years since I, and you, and you were talking about do what? I didn't that, hear you. That they never heard of. I said you have, you have two ambassadors for the company. They're going to yes. be speaking so highly of your company. You're not going to need to do any advertising. You get two One lady wrote into advertise. the opinion column of our local newspaper about this company. Dentions. You know, this guy left <laughs> like. <laughs> or like single dad, like because most of the time it's someone's kid, you know. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I make yeah. a joke every time. You know, my friends are always like, "Hey, you're in the car industry. You know, should I get an SUV or should I get a, a van? Like, which one should? Which one's better?" I'm like, "Oh, SUV all the way." Like, <laughs> why? Like, why? Like, why the SUV? I'm like, "Oh, those doors swing wide open, baby. They just swing <laughs> wide open. Care about the car next to it." No. <laughs> <laughs> so uh this is uh do you fix your personal cars <laughs> no <laughs> nah dog i don't get paid to fix my car <laughs> uh, I have, okay if it is extremely noticeable i will do it i'll fix it but uh if it i mean door dings and stuff like eh, i'm done with <laughs> and when i'm done with dents but it's weird like if my friend comes over if my friend comes over and i see a dent in his door I'm like, oh, dude, we need to fix that. And I'll just get my tools out and start working on it and fix their dent, like, free of charge. But all of a sudden, there's a dent in my own car, and I'm like, nah, screw it. <laughs> I can get it out anytime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or I've got, I'll tell you, I have a dent in my tailgate. I am terrified to fix, and I'm sure the paint's going to crack. So Ooh. it stays dented. Hey, man, if you bring it down here to Texas, I'll fix it right for you. Oh, look at that. <laughs> look at that. We'll just take a little cruise. <laughs> All right, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, Hudson, how can I um, follow you? What are your uh, social media links and all that stuff? Dent Gents. Facebook is Dent Gents. Instagram's Dent Gents. I have YouTube, um, which is Dent Gents. So more RNI videos are coming. Dent Gents. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, 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 can, I should probably post more RNI videos. I on say the same video. thing, but I was just wondering. <laughs> I say the same thing that I need to post more, but your RNI videos are superb. Hey, it's one way, to the point. one way I can give back. We're not labeling you. I mean, I'm not labeling you as the RNI king, but oh, he's definitely <laughs> no, no, no. I up think there. Sal, see if Sal Contreras would just spend a little time making some yeah. RNI videos. That dude, that dude takes apart so much. I'm just like, I could. And the yeah. thing is, here's the thing: is y'all call me the RNI king or whatever? People are like, wow, oh, you take all. I'm like, I am a diva. I hate taking things apart. Yep. The only reason why I take gas caps apart is because I've learned how quick and simple they are. But as soon as you try to get me to take a door panel off, I'm like, who can, what what poor sap in here can I pay 20 bucks <laughs> to do this? And I will find someone at some body shop, but hey, dude, you want a 20? You want a 20 spot? Just take this door, this door panel off for me all day. It's like three screws. Like it's all yours. Same thing, same thing with picking up my glue tabs. I, every body shop I go to, I don't pick up my glue tabs. The 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 all the excess glue, 
Yeah. I don't, I just, I throw them on the floor and then I give the dude that cleans the body shop like a 10 bucks. I'm like, there you go, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Hey, for everyone's watching, if you guys can go ahead and give us a thumbs up. I'm greatly appreciate it as we close up on this show. I mean, I'm pretty sure this is probably going to be like your best, your, you know, your highest rated show ever. <laughs> of course. Obviously. You know, Man, I mean, but guys. <laughs> it wasn't MT. On MT, you'll get to meet the, the magical Hudson and his, yeah. and his, uh, theater acts. Yes. Theater acts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, new theater theater acts. <laughs> you haven't seen anything guys. So oh, God. MT. Oh, gosh. Yeah, MTE, everyone's rolling around and like, I mean, people are, are drinking a lot. And I, I drink, I enjoy a good beer, but I'll have like one or two. And yeah. like, one guy is just like, why aren't she <laughs> drunk? I'm just like, because I want to remember things. <laughs> there are so many egos at MTE. It is definitely the ego capital of America. Oh, today, man. So, yeah. You know, but it, it's a really good time. You know, yeah, I, I love it. Hudson and I, we were like, we would chat every now and then on Messenger, and then we last year I met Hudson. So, yeah, know. he hasn't been the same since. You know, his business has gone on the roof. Just from all, he calls me at least once a week asking for acting? advice. Yeah, some acting classes. Yeah, here's how you can properly <laughs> sell something and look like you're genuinely interested in the customer. No. <laughs> no. All right, guys. Uh, Ryan, Dave, close RPS, it up. Den Repair out of Baltimore. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. MySpace, Windy City Dent Repair out of Chicago, Dave, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Am I supposed to say something now? Oh, I'm sorry. Whatever you would like. Yep. Um, yes. I'm I'm Hudson Tansy. I uh, I'm Dent Gents. And I support this message. I support this message. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys i want to thank everybody for joining us tonight and uh we'll see you next week for another video another live show see you guys later Peace.